Welcome to the Context Podcast, sponsored by Geist Interactive. I'm your host, Jeremy Brown. Hey, welcome to the Geist Interactive team. How are y'all doing? Great. Great. How are you? Hey, look, it's the whole group here. Um, with me today, I have Todd. Hey, Todd. Hello. We have Dave Graham. Hey there. And Barbara Cooney. Hello. And the newest member of our team, Jason Krager. Hi, Jason. Hi, how are you? Doing good. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. Um, Dave and Todd have been on here before, but it's uh, good to have Barbara and uh, Jason on here. Um, this is our this is our silly little holiday party, I guess. Since we all live in different places, this is kind of the best we can do to get together and just chat and see how things are going. So, well, I don't know. The best thing we can do is to meet up at DevCon, but I would say this is probably <laughs> the second best. <laughs> Well, the best thing is to yeah do an offsite. We could we could all go to the Bahamas or something for. Ooh, uh, no, Hawaii there's for, an idea, Todd. For an offsite. Yeah. yeah. Sound good? Yeah. Don't hold your breath. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get started, let's introduce Jason Krager. He has uh, been with us for I think a month and a half now, right? Is that right, Jason? Yeah, that's right. Started in November. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Well, welcome. Um, tell tell us where you live and what did you do before joining Geist Interactive? Well, I am currently in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, as the sign says. And uh, I've been a I was a FileMaker developer for a, a third party logistics company. In addition to using FileMaker at uh, every job I've had since uh, 1993. That wow, and you were in-house development for most of that, right? Is that what you said? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay, okay. So where I'm just curious, where did you learn FileMaker from? Um, I actually learned FileMaker from a Mac Classic and the Intermediate and Advanced Cassette series um, <laughs> oh. in 1993, <laughs> 92 or 93. Um, we're totally dating ourselves now, aren't yes. we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, it, it was pretty neat whenever they came out with uh, multiple tables in a file, you know, so. Okay. It wow. was pretty neat That's when cool. we were able to add relationships. Yes. I thought yeah. it was great when we didn't have to use floppy disks and keep exchanging them every time. How did you exchange them? Did you, like, you had to copy the you have, like, the program, and then you'd have your data disk, and you would say, okay, and the Mac would pop it out and say, okay, now I need to write to that disk, so please give me that disk. Do you remember that time? I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> yeah, right. I remember like far back, like USB di USB sticks. That's that's as far back as I go. Oh come on. Okay. Mm -hmm. wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he had an injury. His memories were were wiped. <laughs> He's like trying to block all that all that uh, manual labor stuff out. Mm. <laughs> True. Well, this is our this is our holiday party. So so let's talk holiday stuff. Um, I'd love to hear what y'all are doing in your different necks of the woods in this country and uh, see what's what's going on for the the holidays. Um, I'll go ahead and start. Um, I'm here in Orlando, and I love the fact that there it is 82 degrees today, yeah. and I can be out in the sun. Um, <laughs> we 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 kind of play pretty low key. I have a Christmas tree up. Uh, doesn't have any presents underneath it yet, but uh, I'm working on that. Well, of course not. And, um, Santa doesn't come yet. 
<laughs> yeah, my house is not quite decorated well enough. I'm slowly acquiring more stuff, but my partner doesn't really like having lots of junk laying around, so I don't I don't do that so much. Mm. But um, yeah, we're not, we're not going to do any traveling. I'm just we're just going to stay home and enjoy um, the couple days off and just uh, to relax. So that's about it. I'm listening to Christmas music, or at least I was before we started. And, You're not sick uh, of it yet. Yeah, not sick of it, not at oh, all. Nice. I will. My favorite actually is the Muppet Christmas Carol <laughs> uh, music. It's one of my favorites. Uh, so I listen to that a lot. But uh, my dad um, always played Nat King yes. Cole and and Bean Crosby and yeah. and um, all those classic Christmas. So I listen to those a lot yeah. too. So. How about you, Dave? Uh, what do you celebrate and how do you celebrate? So we celebrate Hanukkah in my house. And I got to tell you, my wife is the most amazing woman. She does all the shopping, usually a month and a half to two months in advance. And uh, pretty much everything from Amazon. So there's like a steady stream of boxes at our doorstep starting <laughs> you know, a month and a half in, in before Hanukkah starts. And Everything is wrapped. The house is already done. And, and and Barbie and, and my daughter, Brooke, they just, they take care of everything. So um, yeah, I love it. But we, so we have yeah. a, we have a Christmas tradition in our house too. We, we go every year uh, skiing <laughs> because there's not a lot of people on the ski slopes on Christmas day. So we drive up to Big Bear on Christmas Eve, and then we ski on Christmas and probably a couple of days after that. So I'm really looking forward to that. Very nice. What's your uh, What foods do you cook for the holidays? Uh, well, we cook a lot of traditional Jewish foods, so potato latkes and, and mm. really a very, very healthy <laughs> And by healthy, healthy I mean okay. not at all healthy. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of fried foods, a lot of sour cream, uh, briskets, like really, really tasty stuff. But yeah. Very nice. Well, that's a good insight into your holidays. How about you, Barbara? Well, I'm in New York. Um, one of our traditions to try to get into the spirit is to go into the city and go see the tree, walk up and down Fifth mm -hmm. Avenue, and hopefully get a chance to do that. Maybe maybe after Christmas, actually, this way, because now that my children are in college, they're not really around to do that before Christmas. So um, so uh, we'll probably take a break and try to get into the city a week after Christmas. That'll be nice. Uh, Todd's called me a Grinch because I didn't have much Christmas spirit. So I <laughs> spent the weekend decorating the house, putting up the tree, oh. putting up the village and listening to the Rankin Bass CD that I have, because I love those. That's my Christmas songs. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, all of the ones from Burgermeister, Meister mm -hmm. Burger. That's Christmas to me. So. Nice. Yeah, getting Very there. Good. How about you, Jason? Jason, what do you do in Las Vegas there? Do you just go to a casino? Uh, you know, there is surprisingly little of that for uh, most folks. But, uh, you know, if you work at a casino, for years, um, you know, you, you tend not to hit them up too much whenever you go back because Las Vegas is built on uh, using bad math to extract money from people. So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, our, um, yeah, we have the typical, um, you know, family Christmas, uh, kids and grandkids come over and um, 
you know, the biggest, uh, probably the biggest thing that uh, we do and I do personally is I have a computerized light show on my house. Uh, Why does that not surprise me? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've never had anyone, you know, say, wow, that's that's a shocker, you know, so. Uh, and I'm always, uh, you know, two or three weeks behind because I'll have an idea and I won't be happy until that idea is implemented. So mm -hmm. I'm hoping to have it up and running by uh, Wednesday. Describe it for me. I'm intrigued oh, by that. Uh, well, it uh, it uh, it started off since I've uh, since I've been a professional theater technician doing lighting and lasers and that side kind of thing. Um, lasers. Just uh, you know, it, it's a little different whenever you know all of the accounts receivable and the billables are being paid for by yourself instead of the producer <laughs> of a show. So it mm -hmm. uh, started off uh, several years ago with just um, 16 channels of AC lights, you know, and uh, like a lot of people start off with, with uh, <laughs> yeah. a lot of people in the hobby, as it's called. Okay, got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, you, you start off with Lightarama, and then uh, when you want more and bigger and better, then, uh, you know, you move on to Pixels. So uh, currently, my show has one, two, three, four, four, uh, 12 different large props that have anywhere from 30 to 100 RGB pixels on them each. And um, oh. I have 700 in icicle lights along the roof line and um, probably a total of about 3,500 LEDs. But uh, it's it's really a rather small show compared to uh, some folks. So. Well, what you're saying is people are no longer going up and down the strip in Vegas. They're coming past your house. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I just this last uh, November the fifth went to a taping of a of a certain network um, Christmas light show at a friend's house here in Vegas, and uh, you know, just. It's amazing because he has every surface of his house on a rather small, you know, Las Vegas size postage stamp lot covered in pixels. And, uh, you know, it's just it's something that, uh, you know, it it's not cheap, but uh, the return on the investment is dramatic whenever you see, you know, one kid smile or. Yeah, you know, oh. when you when you have a parent say, "Oh yeah, you know, my son's been sick for the past, you know, two or three weeks, and he hasn't, you know, the only time he's stopped coughing is the past six minutes when he was watching your show, you know, that kind of thing." So, uh. so that makes it all worthwhile. Um, all of the, you know, yeah. all the soldering and the uh, and the trying to uh, to use a term from a previous podcast cajole the uh, free uh, X-Lights software into doing what you want to do. But, uh, you know, it's kind of like, uh, it's very similar to FileMaker in the fact that, uh, you know, you, you may know what you want to do, but uh, sometimes you have to learn how it wants you to do it, that kind of thing. <laughs> nice. That's really cool. Very interesting. 
I'll uh, have you come out to Florida here and help me put one up next year because I gotta I gotta beat Disney down the, the street. You know? I gotta do something better. You got your that. work cut out for you. <laughs> so, hey Todd, how about you? Uh, I hear you're a big Christmas buff. Uh, no, actually, no, I'm uh, no? big Scrooge. Oh. I'm gonna work. Okay, well, okay, end of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like Christmas for some strange reason. I don't really know why, but I do. Um, yeah, uh, so I got the lights up, and uh, we've got the tree in the house, and and we've got some we've got some presents for the dogs under the tree, Aww. and um, Christmas music playing most of the day. Uh, yeah, I kind of I don't know. I, I like I think part of it for me is I like the cold, and so this is the closest I get to cold in Southern California. That's so if, if we. If we ever do an off, if we ever do an offsite with everybody together, it'll be north of the Arctic Circle. So bundle up. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So I, I mean, so yeah. So stop I like it cold. from asking. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I like the cold, and this kind of feels like wintry, and I don't know. It's it's fun. Okay. Yeah, I I, I kind of miss the winter for like a day or two, the light snow drifting down, but. January, February, it's just pretty awful. So, mm-hmm. um, well, uh, so so this has been a crazy year, um, and I, I would love to to see what's what's been going on in your part of um, the the Geist Interactive Company, and just personally, what have you been up to? As kind of a, a little bit of a retrospective, um, what have you been learning? What have you been discovering on your own? Just feel free to share anything in the FileMaker or in the digital transformation workplace innovation platform area that you uh, want to share, what's been what's going on for you? Uh, let's start with uh, let's start with Barbara this time. Well, I would imagine a lot of people wonder what it's like to come work here, uh, so I want to share that. Oh. Um, sure. It's been coming to the end of. Wait, let me get my let me get my beeper out. <laughs> <laughs> And then you say, what have I learned? So what have I, what have I discovered? I can't help but think, well, the last two years, what haven't I learned? Uh, yeah. And um, I just want to you know, be, be thankful for the patience I've been shown. I came in thinking I was quite an advanced FileMaker developer, but ha, and I kind of knew that I would be challenged, but man, <laughs> um, but it's been wonderful. I've uh, been able to learn. Uh, I didn't know a stitch of JSON, didn't even know what it was, and uh, hadn't worked with an API. Did a little bit of QuickBooks in my past, but nothing. And, and look where I am now. It's really um, very fulfilling to say that. And what am I learning now? Uh, inspired by Jeremy, I'm getting much more into JavaScript, and I have done one online class. I've done everything that Jeremy has posted in all of his videos. I say that I'm doing it to help him catch things, but it's a lot more is for my own benefit. And uh, and I'm starting another JavaScript class. So professionally, that's where I am. I want to be ready for the next year, whatever Claris brings us. And it looks like they're going to be bringing us a lot. Um, so I am do I'm very glad that I have a, a lot of that under my belt, so to speak. So I'm prepared for this next year. Uh, so that's where I'm at. Very cool. Uh, How about you, 
How about you, Jason? You've just joined us, but uh, tell us how it's been so far and what you've been working on and uh, learning you know, and such. One of the things that uh, Dave said, you know, when he was uh, extolling the uh, virtues and benefits of being part of this team is that uh, it will turn you into the best FileMaker developer you will ever be. And uh, mm. that's true. Um, you know, it, uh, it kind of reminds me of Zed's line from the first uh, Men in Black movie. And, you know, whenever he's introducing Will Smith to the MIB facility, because, uh, you know, it's you're presented with a bunch of challenges that, you know, if you're doing the same thing for the same employer, um, you know, that won't uh, won't make you stretch creatively like you have to. You know, there's a there's a difference between, you know, looking at something on a website and thinking, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, I, I know how to do that. And, um, you know, being presented with that thing in real time and having to figure out, uh, you know, what the most efficient way is to do it and the best way and the safest way. And, you know, it's a, it's a, it's kind of cliche to say, oh, it's a learning experience, but uh, that's what it is. And it's been uh, thoroughly enjoyable so far. So far. So far. <laughs> so far, yeah. Just wait. You've only been here a month. It's going to so, get really yeah. painful soon. <laughs> Very cool. Thank you for that. Uh, how about you, Dave? I'm sure you have something to learn, a little bit to learn. Oh, man. Right? I tell you, you know, Barbara touched on this when she was talking about thinking that I came here knowing a lot of FileMaker. I had been a developer for, you know, at the time, maybe 18 years or so. And, and uh, I feel like there's, I am less certain of, the things that I know now, than the first day I started learning FileMaker. <laughs> it's just really, and that may be odd to say, like, but it's it's a new world, right? So the things that we do, that the types of apps that we build, we used to build these monolithic apps in FileMaker that did everything from, I don't know, invoicing to accounting. And, um, and these days now we're integrating with the best of breed apps and APIs that exist out there. So we're not reinventing the wheel and we're we're kind of building the glue that holds really really good services and apps together. And it's a it's a change in mindset and it's a it's a really big change in skill set. And uh, I love it. I mean, I I used to love building those monolithic filemaker applications, but you know, there's a limit to how much time a a person or a small team has to design, you know, just the, these small components. And sometimes these small components, like address verification or address lookups or phone formatting, these are the types of things that would take us hours and hours and hours. You know, Todd has been talking about this for years and I feel like I was a little bit late to the boat, but man, I just love this stuff. So API integration, I think is a theme for me this year. Um, I'm constantly looking for new projects with new APIs that let me do really creative things and figuring out how I can push and pull data and in real time. And um, it's just fun. It's fun work. Nice. All right. 
Uh, how about you, Todd? What have you been up to working on learning well, so Well, let's far? see. So for me, it's a, a couple of different challenges. Um, one is, is, is sort of the nuts and bolts of running the business, which is always a challenge. There's a lot of, um, just a lot of, of minutiae to kind of keep track of, especially we're a multi-state organization. So we have, you know, there's, there's just, I mean, payroll is, is fairly complicated. There's just a, a myriad of things that you kind of have to, uh, you kind of have to keep somewhat up to date on to, to run a business um, across all these time zones and all these states. Um, so there's that, and there's there's uh, and as the team grows, there's the the challenge of of scaling the team, um, which I expect we'll do more of in the coming year. And uh, just trying to figure out how to how to work in this new environment. I think you know we've we've all seen the changes <clears throat> that have come to our industry, but one of them that may not be as um, as clear is. Uh, um, is it, it's just how virtual things can be now. Um, I, 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 I mean, we have to have an office and, and uh, you know, a, a place um, uh, to, to, to see clients from, from every now and again. But for the most part, um, we, everybody works from home. And this is, I, I think this is the future. Like I don't, I don't see anything and anything in the, in the future that's, that's going to force people to go back to offices. I mean, we gain, so much time um, in our day from not having a commute, for example, that it just seems it just seems um, it just seems unlikely that we'll ever full time go back to having you know big offices. I'm sure there's still reasons to have to have that from time to time or places to meet and you know when maybe you're doing training or things like that. But but really, um, our the ability for us to work remotely now is. I mean, we've just, I think, all gotten used to it, and I think it's just uh, the standard going forward. So there's all that stuff around running a business in a, in, in a virtual environment, multi-state environment, teams, different time zones. That's a challenge for sure. I think the other the other challenge is, um, so a couple people have alluded to it already, but um, the 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 really, I would say groundbreaking or uh, maybe not groundbreaking, but there's a, a, a very big shift that is happening. And I think it's been going on for, for quite some time, but for me, and maybe it's just my understanding of it, it really reached a tipping point in, in this year. And, you know, I, I could say, I could say, I could, I could maybe give examples in a number of different ways, but a simple way to think about it is that just a couple of years ago, you would have found people, um, you would have found a large number of people saying that um you know our 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 servers just can't be in the cloud they need we need to have our own our own data centers and we'd see this in lots of businesses and um and frankly we're seeing less and less people who are who want to run their own servers and when they do we want to convince them otherwise because the costs are just are there it, there's not really a comparison between having a server in the cloud or, or running your solution in a cloud and running it uh, in a, your own data center, um, the costs are night and day, and there's really no good reason. Um, I shouldn't say there's none, but there's very few reasons why you would you would need to have your server, um, you know, in in your in your own data center as opposed to the cloud. And, and and that's sort of that's the sort of maybe the obvious way to put it, but it's also what Dave mentioned about all the APIs, and there's just so many APIs. And we're just now beginning to scratch the surface of things like machine learning 
and and just the scale of data that's available out there for for doing things like training machine learning models. Um, and so this this shift um, is here and uh, and it's happening certainly at the enterprise, but it's beginning to trickle down into the businesses that we deal with. And uh, I, I think we'll look back on on 2019, 2020 as the time when this shift really happened. And maybe for us, particularly because it's when Claris changed their name, became a multi-product company and embraced this cloud first mentality. Um, but I think they did that because it's here, it's happened. And so for me, the challenge is, is not so much that, yeah, that's definitely happened, but now it's more communicating. What does that mean? And how do we take advantage of that? And, um, uh, you know, I, I, I've got some ways and some some things to talk about in terms of that, but I, I I'd be lying if I said I had this down like as a way to think about building um, uh, applications in the cloud in, in a way that was as simple as as relational databases, right? I think that you know when we came up, um, just just when I started using FileMaker, it was just going just going relational, um, and that's kind of the mental model that we've had for um, a couple of decades. Really, we have a different model to learn now. And so, what are the what are the metaphors and the patterns um, that we need to adopt going going forward? And so, I'm working on ways to to elucidate that, to speak about that, so that we can, um, uh, you know, uh, so so that we can deal with the deal with these complexities and break them down into the into the patterns and metaphors that will let us uh, uh, reason about these problems in a way that. Um, is simple, and I think that's just going to take some time. But I think we're we're well into it now, and and I'm committed to to continuing to break down that problem into into the types of language and metaphors that that we can use. And so that I think will be the challenge in 2020. Is so what is it what does it mean? What does it mean? How do you go about doing what we used to do in a cloud first way? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of implementation details to talk about, but I'm interested in sort of the meta language around that so that we can short circuit a lot of the, so, so that stuff just becomes easier, I guess is a better way to say it. So that's what's happening. 2020 is going to be a big year in that space and uh, it's pretty exciting. Geist Interactive has grown a lot um, in the last year and it's been a really good year uh, and uh, super excited um, for what's to come in 2020. More of the same. Very good. All right. See folks, that's, that's uh that's what we do every day in our meetings, right? <laughs> we talk about that stuff. We do. Uh, for me, it's been a year of uh, learning API. Like Barbara, I came to Geist Interactive with no experience with APIs or very little with JSON and um, was was thrown into that. And uh, I think I came out okay. I uh, <clears throat> have also been working with JavaScript, of course, and React. And uh, that's where you want to tear your hair out, but um, it's it's coming along. I think I'm, I'm feeling pretty successful at it this whole year. I, I can build apps in React now, and I'm working on some, and that's a lot of fun to 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 do. Um, my job is an evangelist, right? But um, I'm spending a lot of time in FileMaker, and I'm actually spending a lot of time in in JavaScript as well. Let me so let me let me just that, uh, follow up a little bit as I as I'm hearing you talk. Thinking about what I just said, I think there's a couple things that are probably worth um, saying to the team and to the broader community, um, in terms of you know patterns and things to focus on going forward. I think by now everybody's pretty convinced that that JSON is pretty important. Like I, 
you're just not going to be doing the uh, the kind of work that we have been doing without an understanding of without an understanding of that. Another one, and that's whether you're doing APIs or not, because I think most FileMaker work, even if it's just pure FileMaker work in the future, will involve using JSON to pass data around and manipulate it and things like that. So that's definitely something that um, that I think our whole team is focused on over the last couple of years. APIs right there as well, um, really, really big. And one that we focused on for some parts of the team really heavily and, and not for others, and that's just because of time constraints. Everybody on the team is really busy. But I think going forward, um, JavaScript is going to be another one of these just sort of foundational concepts. You've got JSON, you've got APIs, and and you've got you've got JavaScript uh, and HTML as part of that too. So um, these are the these are the things that that are going to be paired um, really tightly with with FileMaker. I think going forward, and also Claris Connect, and and I'm sure whatever else FileMaker is dreaming up. I just think these are are the core technologies that anybody who's in the building information applications or building applications. Or doing or, or doing integrations is going to need to know in the new year. That's what we're doing, and I think that's. I mean, that seems to be a mission of of Geist Interactive, not only to build custom apps for people, but to provide its uh, its uh, employees with the most current knowledge and keep. Pushing yeah, it's them not forward. just the employees; so, it's the community too, because we need we need the whole we need the whole ecosystem to kind of come along for this ride. Um, it's, it's, it's actually better for everybody, including us and our customers, um, and our employees that we get a lot of people on board with this stuff, which is why we, we have, we've had Jeremy spending so much time teaching JavaScript and to FileMaker folks. Um, we really want the whole, the whole community to come along for this ride. It, it'll be better for everybody. So yeah, buckle up as I like to say. <laughs> yep. That's, that's our daily story is buckling up. <laughs> Being, being given some new stuff and and figuring it out. So I think it's it's caused us to be better. Both Jason and Barbara and I have said that. So um, it's definitely working here. Very nice. Well, this this has been a nice little get together. Um, we are all very busy. We've got lots of projects going on, lots of things to do. But it's good to just sit and talk a little bit about what's going on. Anybody else? Anybody want to add anything else before we uh, say goodbye? Well, go ahead, Dave. Start us off. I'm going to learn JavaScript. I'm just going <laughs> to say that. You know, I feel like if I if I don't just uh, put it out there, it's never going to happen. And and I've just been doing, you know, so-called whatever native FileMaker is. That's kind of what I've been doing um, for, for two decades. And uh, it's time for me to learn some complementary skills. So, yeah. Thanks. All right. How about you, uh, Jason? Um, I'm going to try and get to the point where I don't react uh, every time someone talks about a JSON object. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to call him JSON. <laughs> it's uh, you know, it's kind of like being in geometry again. You know, uh, you know, with uh, the teacher talking about adjacent angles and stuff, and it's like ah, you know, kind of jars you out of uh, what you're thinking about. But uh, awesome. yeah, you know, there's a lot nice. of uh, cool little technical doodads that um, you know that I that I want to explore some more, uh, like the the particle boards that they uh, that I bought 
after a DevCon a couple of years ago. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's uh, it's been fun playing around with it, and, and uh, you know, uh, I can't really type with it. You know, I'm still more of a hunt and peck, like, oh, let me find this little snippet of code, this little snippet, you know, from here and assembling it. But, uh, you know, it's always fun seeing stuff in the real world interacting to, um, you know, things that you're typing into a computer. Very nice. For uh, for me, I'll just, I'm looking forward to just uh, spending more time in React and connecting that to JavaScript. I I think I'm. I think I'm slowly becoming a React developer, Todd. And uh, I don't know. You know, that's good. I think because that's where we're going in our in our work. But it's a uh, it's a lot of fun. It's fun and challenging. I'm still trying to make sure I learn everything in FileMaker. But um, and I'm of course I'm always interested in helping people learn FileMaker. The help them learn it correctly the first time and sooner <laughs> in their career so that. They don't have to wait till they're seven year or eight years into their learning, and then have to unlearn all of the mistakes they made, the the uh, the habits they formed. So, yeah, so that's it. Well, well, folks, this is the Geist Interactive team, and uh, we just got together for a short little uh, holiday episode um, just to say hi to you all. And thanks for thanks for joining me, Barbara and Jason and Dave, and of course Todd. Um, you are all. I'll tell you. You are all welcome to to join me for an episode. If you want some, if you got something to talk about, please let me know, and we'll we'll get you on. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Happy all. Thank you all. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye.